and welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Catholics. This is Stacy, one of your hosts, and today it's just me. We... Um, we're supposed to record two weeks ago, but we weren't able to, and I'm going to get to that story in just a minute. But today we're going to be kind of interweaving a conversation about working in the Holy Spirit's time, lessons in the vineyard, and the seven sorrows of Mary. So, as many of you know who have been listening, we just finished a two-part series with Sister Maria. Um, we talked a little bit about what she did, and... We also discussed how we care for aging parents and relatives. And Sister Maria told us many words of wisdom, one being that everybody's journey is different, another being that our parents are not our children, and there is no perfect recipe for walking on this journey with somebody to eternal life. Some backstory with that whole episode. So we've known Sister Maria for a long time, several of us here on the podcast, and we've talked off and on about having her on for over a year. Okay, so we just started our third year here at Coffee Catholics just last month. Yay! And um, so it's taken us this long to um, get Sister Maria on, and even when uh, I saw Sister Maria at lunch and asked her to come on, that was back in like April or May. And so um, we scheduled for August. So that was several months back. Um, so then she came and we had this fantastic conversation. There was even parts I wish I had recorded because they were so um, beautiful and awesome stories. I just had this wonderful time with her. And, you know, I've been going through the editing of the two episodes and there were a lot of things that really hit home. Um, all of last month, we were going through, my family um, was going through some things, wondering why my dad's platelets were so low. We had gone, you know, been worried about him, and he's been going into the doctor for months. And uh, so you know, I was sitting here editing this, I'm listening to it, and, and I released the last episode on. Um, August 31st and on that day we get the diagnosis that my dad has leukemia and then the next day September 1st we get the news that he has six months without treatment and 15 months with treatment which was a big surprise to all of us and um, it just so happened that's also the night that we were supposed to record together. <laughs> so um, I canceled recording and went and spent the time with my family, um, with my brothers and my parents. So what's been really interesting about this is there's no way I could have known that this was coming. And the fact that God waited you know, for us to have sister on because I will tell you, you know, our hope is always that our episodes help some of you out there 
get through the things that you're going through or inspire you to dive deeper into your own spirituality. Um, but I had no idea how much it was going to affect me. And I didn't know that that was coming. Like, you know, I knew I thought to go a couple down years down the line, how we help our parents navigate through this part of life and how do we navigate through this part of life and, and I would have never guessed in a million years that at the end of editing that episode that I would be living that part of my life. Since we didn't record, I was kind of like, oh, what are we going to do? What am I going to put out there? I was asking the ladies, you know, we have our little chat that we have and we're texting each other back and forth and. I was like, okay, what is this, some topics that you guys think that I can talk about by myself? Because we, we're just all so busy right now. There's just so much going on in each of our lives. Just keep praying for us, please. Um, we can't do this podcast without your prayers. There's just no way. And um, so keep praying for us. Um, but everybody just had so much stuff going on. And... Um, Lauren had suggested that I talk about how God has spoken to me during our work in the vineyard. And uh, that suggestion really took me back because um, that's been the one place I have found the most peace in the last couple of weeks. And so when she suggested that, I was like, okay, well, that's not just something being thrown out there. So just a couple of the things that have been happening with the vineyard are um, we recently took off the grow tubes. So there's these little tubes that kind of give each plant their own little greenhouse, basically, as they grow. Well, we it's time to take those off because the uh, vines need to harden to get prepare for um, the winter and so that they can survive the winter. And as we've been taking off the grow tubes and we've been gently you know, training, retraining some of the vines onto the wire because we, when we moved the grow tubes, they came off the wire. And um, as we've, I've been doing that, and I've been going out in the early mornings, I've been thinking a lot about my dad. And, um, you know, one of the things that we used to do is watch the sunrise together. So I'm out in the vineyard and the sun is coming up and he's definitely on my mind. But I also think about how with these grapevines, how I am gently guiding them. I'm not doing anything for them really in this moment. We just remove the tubes so that they can prepare for this time of harsh weather this this hard time that is going to be coming for them they are preparing by hardening their the vine the from the root up to the wires that we have them on and just this whole idea of preparing for winter i guess in a way preparing for a time that is not going to be very easy on the plants and in my life. And I just have been listening to uh, Sister Miriam. Uh, I got kind of got behind on a uh, 
Marian consecration that she was leading. So I've been listening to that and reflecting on the gospel readings and the and the spiritual direction type readings that she has been presenting in this um, podcast, I guess. And um, it's just been really beautiful. Just this whole idea of preparing just keeps coming back. You know, prepare, walk with, journey um, are all these beautiful words that keep coming to mind. Well, and then in our conversation and the little chat, Annie suggests, well, the next day, so tomorrow, is Our Lady of Sorrows. So she had suggested uh, some sort of maybe reflection on the seven sorrows of Mary. When she said that, that really caught me. So for anybody who doesn't know what the seven sorrows of Mary are, these are the um, challenges that Mary had to endure in her life. It starts with Simeon's prophecy. And so that's the first sorrow of Mary when she's told that a sword will pierce her heart. And then the second sorrow is the flight into Egypt. So when they're fleeing from Bethlehem into Egypt. The third sorrow is the loss of the child Jesus in the temple. And so, you know, as a mom, I don't know if anybody else has had a child that has walked away in a crowded place, but I have had that happen, and it is not a very pleasant experience. So not knowing where your child is is very, very scary. So I could totally relate with Mary on that one. The fourth sorrow of Mary is meeting Jesus on the way to the cross. The fifth sorrow is Mary's witness of the crucifixion and death of Jesus on the cross. And the sixth sorrow is the one that really got me when Annie suggested that I talk about this, the sorrows of Mary. The sixth sorrow of Mary is the body of Jesus is taken down and laid in the arms of his holy mother. And I'm going to come back to that one in just a second. And the seventh sorrow of Mary is the, the burial of Jesus. So when Annie suggested a reflection on the uh, Seven Sorrows of Mary, I automatically thought about something that happened this past Sunday. Um, so I went back um, after church. I went back into the uh, sanctuary to light a candle for my dad. And so I lit the candle and I sat there in the pew for a moment to just be in the quiet and the statue of Mary is right in front of me. And this particular statue that we have, her hands are off to the sides. And I never really had thought of it this way, but just in that moment when I looked at her, it's almost as if she is welcoming me into an embrace, into a hug, a moment of consolation, some comfort. And as I thought about that, I kind of looked away and I looked up to my left. And in our little country church, our Stations of the Cross are um, paintings. And right there, right next to me, is the 13th station where Jesus is taken down from the cross, which is also the sixth sorrow of Mary. And Jesus is 
placed in his mother's arms. And in a lot of depictions of this station that I've seen, there's a lot of Mary holding Jesus like an infant, and they're looking down at each other. But in this particular painting at our church, I noticed that Mary's hands are in the same position as the statue. They're both on either side of her. But in her hands are the arms of Jesus. And she's looking straight at me, holding her son, presenting him to me. She's presenting this man, broken, that she loves so much, as a gift back to us. As she walked with him, she, she didn't take his crosses. She didn't change his future, but she walked with him through everything, even though she felt her own pain and suffering because of her immense, immense love for him. And just as Jesus gave us Mary from the cross, she gives him back to us. Mary knows suffering just as we do. I know a lot of people find it hard to relate to her, but it's really beautiful how much we can relate to her when we look at the sufferings that she endured and how she endured them with such grace. She wasn't numb. She hurt, but she was present. And it's really hard to be present when things are hard. So I guess this week we're kind of talking about hard things. Journeying along, being present, even when things are hard. Not sitting in our sorrow, but acknowledging it. I had a priest friend tell me once that we cry because we love. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with tears. We have tears of sorrow. We have tears of joy. We have tears sometimes and we don't even know why we have tears. And they can come on suddenly. They can be triggered by something. Everything can just well up all at once. Or it can be just a gradual occurrence. But we can't sit in our sorrow. And that's really hard to do sometimes. Getting absorbed in the moment, getting it, letting it linger, and going back and reflecting. And I actually kind of got into this conversation with Alicia. So even though they're not here with me today, they definitely influenced the, this episode. So Alicia and I actually saw each other the night before we were supposed to record. Um, She's gone through a couple of things lately, and I just found out, we'd just gotten a diagnosis on my dad about his leukemia. And she's like, hey, I'm going to be in town doing some stuff. Do you want to meet up? And I said, yes. <laughs> so we met up and just hung out and chatted in the parking lot of a local grocery store, <laughs> like you do, right? And um, just went through all these hard things, because that was the other thing, is we're like, okay, we record tomorrow, let's get it all out now so we can get down to business tomorrow. And we just talked about all these things that have been lingering, and things that have been weighing on our souls, and weighing on our hearts, and sometimes we don't even know what sadness and sorrow or pain we are sitting in 
just talking to her just brought up so much stuff that I didn't even know I was still upset about stuff that I wasn't, didn't even know that I was worried about things that I thought I let go, but had still been kind of directing my actions with other people. And we have to be really careful when we let hard things dictate how we treat others or how we interact with others. Now, hard things can also be very positive and very beautiful. And I think that's where we need to really focus ourselves is focus on the beauty of the moment. I mean, not that, you know, six to 15 months is a hard pill to swallow. But I, one of the things I've been telling my kids is it's also a gift. I mean, the doctors still don't know for sure. These are estimates. And life, I mean, it just, when we're born, I, we're then on our journey to our end of life, too. It's sometimes for some people that's a lot earlier and other times that's a lot later. So we still don't really know, even with the timeline. And I said, but what the timeline gives us is time for reflection, take a step back. Am I really interacting with people the way I want? Or better yet, the way God wants? Am I really talking and interacting with the people in my daily life the way God intended me to? And if the answer is no, what am I going to do to fix that? So um, it's been a really beautiful thing and almost a gift to have this knowledge. It's also a burden. I mean, it's been really hard the past two weeks accepting um, all of this. But at the same time, it's I really do believe that it is a gift. And we've been given the opportunity to walk with my dad on this journey. And it's going to be a tough, tough journey. It's going to be a tough path to walk. And one of the things I told my kids, too, because we've all been having, you know, everybody's processing it differently. And children process information like this even uh, totally differently than we do. We did an activity where I kind of, talked about all the things we might be feeling and added a book. So we ended up having these heavier and heavier things that we were holding. And I said, when we ask each other for help, that's just one less thing for us to worry about. That's one way we can lift each other's burdens. And I was like, I can't take your crosses away, but I can help you carry them. I can walk with you. I can be present to you. And I said, sometimes I don't know how to do that. And I'm not going to be perfect at it. But when we can do one thing for each other, there's just one less thing for each of us to worry about. And so I guess I'll kind of end my little reflection for today. Um, two cents with Stacy, I guess. Um I challenge each of you today to help somebody with their cross. And it can be as simple as helping somebody carry something, opening the door, asking somebody you haven't talked to in a while how they're doing. Journeying together doesn't have to be 
a big, huge show. It could just be simple, everyday interactions. And, you know, it's just that whole, you know, the old adage or whatever is you never know what somebody else is going through. So be kind. <laughs> it's just so true. And um, so we hope that these episodes help you through whatever you're going through. And uh, continue to pray for us and we'll pray for you. We just appreciate you guys so much. You have no idea what a blessing you listeners have been to us. And so I'm sorry that it's just me this week. Um, I'm not sure what's going to be happening at the end of the month either. So we'll see if we're able to get our schedules together. Or this might just be a Stacy Reflection Month. We'll see. So I'm not totally sure it's going to happen in the next two weeks. So uh, just bear with us. And um, we will come back and, and keep on journeying with you. Have a blessed rest of your day. And... Thanks for joining me today. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you.